Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch for him? Where the hey. brothers gonna be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Happy Monday. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly coming to you live. From the American Family Insurance Studio inside the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am so excited to be back in the studio live with Telly. And before we get started, we have a great show for you today. We want to make sure that we kick off your Monday the right way because you deserve that. Hope you had a great weekend. Thank you all so much again for all of the birthday love that I received. It was an incredible birthday. And I'm going to leave it at that. She's back. I'm back. You were biggity, missed. Biggity, biggity, you biggity were missed. I missed y'all too. You were missed. No, I didn't. <laughs> you were. You were no, definitely say, I missed. Didn't, I oh. didn't miss you. Oh, right. I was about to say, yeah, you lying. Well, I, you called, I called in twice. Remember? So was it, I wasn't too far away. I called in twice. That's <laughs> that's commitment to you, Telly. Hey, we were getting text messages when you didn't call that Friday. They were like, oh, DT must have found that prince she was looking for or that sir. <laughs> She might not really be coming back. And I said, well, I, we love gonna, it. I said, we're going to find out Monday. Well, and so it's good that you're back. I am. And uh, I'm actually going to go back to London. I'm going to go back to London uh, uh, in July, late July. Uh, they asked for an encore. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's Monday morning. What is today? It's Monday, May 22nd. Here's the good news, Telly. Truth Nation. And by the way, you can definitely hit us up on the Truth Talk and Text line, which is 833-212-1017. Truth Nation, guess what? I love these type of work weeks because this week we are going into Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So that means that we got something to be excited about and we got a short week next week. See, it's all up in here. It's uh, mindset. You're getting it going. You're getting it going. You're making us feel good about this week. Because That's what we're all- here to do. Monday mornings, you're like, oh man, it's back on the grind. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it does, and and the weather's breaking. It's supposed to be nice all week. So, oh, is it? It's gonna be nice all yeah, week. Yeah, it's supposed to be Wonderful. nice all week. So, I think that heading into Memorial Day weekend, and I mean, that's kind of the. Wouldn't you consider like Memorial Day the first summer holiday? Absolutely, yeah, it's the kickoff. Yeah, yeah, it's the kickoff, and. And, uh, you know, the barbecue grills will be going mm-hmm. and everything. What do you, are, so can I crash? Yeah, I'm not going to be here. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Truth Nation, y'all to see Telly's face. I thought about it. I would love to have like, you over. Yeah, no, we don't want DT over at the no, house. No, no, you would love it. I, I, especially well, if you love uh, vegan food. Uh, huh? Yeah, absolutely. See, hold on. There you go. Time out. See, see, now you don't want to go. Time out. Hold, hold, hold on. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. I see y'all. I see you, Zach. I see you, Craig. Thank you for the love. Um, so, okay, I, I'm trying to. How do I use my cultural insight? Black people, we 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 eat meat. Oh, sure we do. I can't even get it out. Sure we do. No, no, no. I respect you being a vegan. I respect that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying from a cultural standpoint, it's like, you know, that movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, what do you mean you don't eat meat? Okay, right. well, here's some lamb. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that meat? Okay. Um <laughs> So even on Memorial Day, where everybody's got like the chicken and the ribs and the hamburgers and the hot, you what are you? I can and and just like make me a little section and let's put some Beyond patties and, and oh, okay and yeah stuff. Oh, so you do the Beyond patties? Yeah, I love Beyond yeah. Burger, yeah. Or an Impossible Burger, however you want to call right. it. Right? Yeah, okay. Beyond Impossible. Yeah, either but that's one. it. That's that's the extent. Like, there's no like uh, um, Beyond ribs. No, Beyond no, no, hot no, dogs. No, no, I don't. I don't do all that. Yeah, I'll oh, just really? do. Y'all, I, I'll y'all do see no, no, face. no. I'll do. I don't do all that. No, no, no. I'm saying I know some people that do go that far. Right. But yeah. No. I. I'll just do probably uh, burgers, uh, uh, plant based brats, hot dogs. Do y'all see why I have to test his black card every uh, Friday? Do y'all see? Because why? of my diet. Do you see? So I'm. I have to check in. So the greasier the food, because, the blacker I am, is because, what you're saying. Because once they go <laughs> vegan, you lose them. You lose them, black folks. No. Come on no, back, Tim. No, you gain good health. That's what happens. Look, no, here's Your the thing. cholesterol goes down. I'm with you. All I'm saying is that certain holidays from a cultural standpoint, from a black culture standpoint, is an exception. Uh, well, I mean, for some. Okay, so yams. Yeah, I'll do that. Greens. Oh, absolutely. I okay. make great that's greens. A, that's a vegan dish right there. Yeah, I make great greens. But you don't put like... Turkey legs and no, then that juice in there. No, I so don't it's need just, that. so how do you, so how does a vegan make good collard greens? I can't tell you all my secrets, baby. Okay, but does it taste like our collard greens, or does it taste like German? Ask, col- ask my <laughs> collard wife. Greens? Ask my wife. Craig said that's beyond his imagination. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Craig, you should go on tour. You know, growing up, <laughs> oh, see. Now here, here's the thing. Growing up in Evansville, Indiana, a predominantly, you know, smaller Midwestern, predominantly white community. Mm-hmm. I had a lot, and I still do, but I had a lot of friends in my formative years, in my influential years, that were white or that are white. And it was so funny. Shout out to our guest producer. Oh, Craig said I just might. Ooh, I love it on a Monday. <laughs> I'm going to instigate too. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, tell oh, me, yeah. I know you ain't going Den- out like Denise that. Denise is back. The instigating is back. Uh- <laughs> Shout out to our guest producer. Shout out, in. Craig. What up, dog? Say, uh, uh, and there you go, making it boring. Shut up. Shout out, Craig. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come on, let's get some, let's get some smoke so going on today. clearly somebody likes smoke and drama, huh? I, well, for entertainment purposes, as long as I'm not involved. <laughs> as long as I'm a bystander. All right, Don King. <laughs> and may he rest in peace. That man died with a lot of, lot of capital. No, I'm not even going to advocate for him because he was something else. Shout out to our guest producer, Alex. What's up, Alex? How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. It's a good good morning. 
It is a great morning. It's a great morning. Alex, he was so accommodating this morning. He said, he said, DT, what songs would you like for me to play? DT, here are you. I was just like, yes. Mm-mm. Good morning. Yeah, don't have somebody else looking over their shoulder like, and hey. Benjamin, oh, everybody need a day off. Shout out to Benjamin. Ben one here Friday either. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a break, <laughs> no, y'all. Not yet. <laughs> we're going to. No, no. I'm over here up, like, ben, do, do, we, do we need to have an offline conversation? No, no, no. Ben's okay. all good. Ben's so, all good. So, going back. <laughs> and so, like, my friends who happen to be white, they would invite me over t- to dinner. Mm-hmm. That was just part of, like, the, the whole friendship process back in the day. I know the younger generation, shout out to y'all. I don't think y'all do that anymore. Like, does your da- do your daughters invite other uh, no. See, so yeah, that. No, but do you do remember that, that growing up? You'd be uh, like, "Hey, you want to come over?" Yeah. Okay, so I remember the first time I went over. My friend, her name is Emily, went over her house, and you know, Irish, Irish family, mm-hmm. Irish descent family. So I'm eating. This a barbecue or just a regular? Just a regular okay. Tuesday Good. evening. Okay. So I'm eating, and I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a little different, but hey. It's it's good food, good good family, good conversation. Mm-hmm. So you know, and my parents didn't play that. When you go over somebody else's house, you are representing the Thomas yes, name. So you better do you not better shack right. the fool. Yeah, yeah. And so, wait a minute. Madi said, "Good morning to my baby mama." Aw, well, if y'all if I'm your baby mama, Madi, yo yo alimony and child support past due. Mm-mm. Happy Monday, Telly DT. Welcome back. I missed you too, Madi. Where my where my uh, child support? Yeah. I'm your baby mama. Now, nah, what about Barbie Dunn? She says, "Got to get into Satan. You can flavor and shape it, or large variety of mushroom. Love eating vegan like." Okay, bam. Appreciate that. Thank you, yeah, Barbie. I actually had Satan last night. So there, thank you, thank you, thank you, Barbie Dunn. So Emily, you know, of course, in in this in the spirit of relationships, I wanted to demonstrate some reciprocity. Mm. So I then invited Emily over to my house. Oh, boy. My mom said that Emily's mom called my mom and was like, <laughs> Emily wants to come over every day uh, yeah. and eat dinner. <laughs> she will not stop raving about Miss Thomas's food. She said that she never tasted anything like it. Yeah, she yeah. And so <laughs> she ended up asking um, her mother to ask my mother for a couple of her recipes. Oh, wow. And Emily's mom told my mom, honey. Like, that's, that's we don't share it's a not, recipe. Well, she was saying it, it's not something that you could just, like, right, yeah. write down. It's, you know. Yeah. But that was the first time I was introduced to cultural seasoning in food. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, Emily was like, I want to eat at the Thomas' uh, house uh, every night. I, it's so funny. You made me just think <laughs> of a story that was similar to me. I had a, a good friend named Jeff that was growing up, uh, while I was growing up. And uh, and it was funny because Jeff was the only white guy in my wedding. And so you look at our pictures, it's like all oh, black groomsmen, and then you see Jeff. But Jeff has always been my skin. boy. No, Jeff has always <laughs> been my boy. <laughs> right. Like, and always will be my boy. But Shout same Jeff. thing. Yeah, same thing. He would come to my house, and my mom was the family cook. Everybody wanted to come over Auntie's house, like my mom's house. And he tasted her. Like, it was over. I think it was like greens and smothered over. chicken. And like, oh my gosh. He was just like, no, nah, I, I don't eat like this at home. 
Yeah. Oh, actually, that's another thing, too. I'm glad you said that. So I'm sure Jeff probably thought the same thing. And Emily, to this day, she'd be like, whenever I would go over to your house and eat, it was like Thanksgiving. This is how this is how y'all eat every Sunday? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, look, look at Alex. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, every su- Sunday meal. Oh, my god. Man, when I tell you that there are many things I love about being black. Wait a minute, why did Craig say DT on the on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017? Craig said, DT, whenever I got invited to my white friend's house for dinner, I automatically knew something was going to have raisins in it. I'm weak. What does that mean? Is that like a, a non-black? I, I, I'm like not a, sure. Is raisins part the of German? The only thing I can think of is sometimes people put raisins in their potato salad. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. Th- yeah. There is different ways that different cultures cook food, right. seasoned food. Right. And yeah. it's no secret. Yeah. You know, like, don't don't take offense. It's just it's just what it is because when it goes far as back as, and I don't like to use the word slavery, I like to use the word human trafficking, but in the days of, of black slavery in this country, we were in the kitchen cooking for... You know, the master and and his family. And then we would take the scraps. And so we learned how to take, you know, nothing and turn it into something magnificent. As far as Sunday dinner, absolutely. Absolutely. It was like we. So even if like, for example, even if my mom wasn't going to cook, then we knew we were going to grandma's. Oh, we knew we were going to going somewhere. Oh, yeah. A Pat or a Norma, you know. That's that's just it was no question. You were going to eat good on Sunday. Yeah. And speaking of which, we should, because a lot of us black folks that are Gen Xers spent 20 hours in church <laughs> before we even got to the plate. You kid. It was a oh, it man. was an eight hour day of church on Sunday when I was growing eight up. Eight hours. Yeah. You had you lucky, Sunday man. school. Then you had to go back for the afternoon. Let service. him know, Telly. Oh my god. No, no, goodness. seriously. Like and walk then, through the process for the yeah, people yeah. that like I need y'all to understand. Yeah, and then you may have to go back to uh retreat. Uh, retreat revival, that revival, night, revival, revival, revival. No, you're right. Yeah, revival. revival week. That's every night of the week. Uh don't let your parents really be involved in church and oh, we gotta go visit another church. And it's like we've been in church since eight o'clock this morning, it's three thirty, and you're telling us we gotta go to another church this evening? So, yes, yes, it was a lot of church. So we deserve those meals when you really think about it. Telly, you just you just gave me a flashback. <laughs> I just had a moment. I had a post-traumatic. You would say, when, like, I hear, when I hear church the, bus, man, oh, don't you honk that church van. I ain't I ain't trying to hear it. And, you know, I remember <laughs> I'm having nostalgia, but I'm also having like a, tr- a trigger. The butterscotch candies and the mints that your grandma would keep oh, in her purse. Oh, yes. And they would be all at the bottom and she'd dig it up because she'd be like, I'm, Grandma, I'm so hungry. Yeah. And then you picking off lint because it's all sticky because and sweated through. Man, it. my yeah. grandma was ruthless. She'd be like, swallow your spit, baby. Swallow Ooh. your spit. <laughs> just just pretend it's, it's, it's orange. Oh, but I remember. Dude, we, this could be a whole show. <laughs> I remember on first Sunday when they had communion mm-hmm. or the Lord's Supper and to this day, I remember as a child that I, I had to watch all these adults get crackers and grape juice. And I, re- and I couldn't because, you know, at the time you were a child, you unless you were baptized or you yeah, were at a certain age, yeah, right? Yeah, you weren't supposed to be involved in that. Yeah. When I tell y'all how, how traumatic, I've been in church eight days and I'm watching people 
eating crackers and drinking grape juice. And my grandmother, she'd be like, oh, no, baby, this is the blood of Jesus. I'm like, well, the blood of Jesus looks really, really delicious right now. How Why can does I it get say some of that? Welch's on the side? <laughs> Like, Mom, why? The blood Remember? of Jesus was, was Welch's. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and look, those crackers. What? What I now know, because this is supposed to be, you know, this. So, baby, no, no, no. That's this is the blood of Jesus. This is the body of Christ. And I'm like, the body of Christ is smelling good <laughs> right about now. I need some of that. I need that. I need some of that, man. Man, I can, y'all. When I had the first communion or Lord's Supper. Telly, when I tell you I shacked it a fool, I was taking like a whole handful. <laughs> they were probably like, look, that too. <laughs> it's, it, baby, you're going to be blessed more by the more crackers you eat, all right? <laughs> you can't get drunk on the grape juice. That ain't wine. <laughs> oh, oh, my son's not listening. He's going to be mad. So the first, it's the same thing. My daughter was cool with it. She, you know, she didn't ever trip. But Darren was the same way. So when Darren finally got to take the Lord's Supper, why did he take the little cracker and take little bites? And I was like, Darren, what are you doing? He's like, I had to make it last. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was literally holding it by. He was like, look. <laughs> I got wow. Then, then he asked the usher. The usher's passing around the juice, y'all. Darren was like, uh, let me get one more. No, no, like we have at a bar. Like let, me, let me get one more. Let me, let me get one more. Blood, blood of Jesus. <laughs> let me top, get a round two. Right. Can I get a double? Can I get a double of? <laughs> Boy, I sure am thirsting for the Lord this Sunday. <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> can I get a jump? Can I get a double of that of that blood of Jesus? <laughs> Shaking it up, please. Don't don't stir it. Okay, God, I'm sorry. God has spoken to my heart, John said. Uh, now, uh, now you're crossing the line. Uh, I'm sorry, uh. God. Oh my gosh, y'all got tears in my eyes. It might too. be a good time to take a break. Is it is it break time, Alex? Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. We do not play, we do not uh, promote. <laughs> Asking for a double shot of blood, the blood of Jesus on no, here at the truth. We no. try not to. We try not to. But I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes, but especially <laughs> when you in church pulling a double. <laughs> and I mean double ship. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Man, I can understand how it might be kind of hard to love a girl like me. I don't blame you much for wanting to be free. I just wanted you to know. Let the beat hey. hey, you are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new 101.7 The Truth. We are also, are we streaming live, Alex, on YouTube? They can see us. I keep forgetting. So, yep, y'all, we're streaming live on YouTube and Twitter at 101.7 The Truth so you can see my raw, raw <laughs> Face, can they see Telly too? You can see us now. 
Yeah. But here's the thing, Denise. I look the same. I, I'm going to look the same at 630 in the morning, the same way I'm going to look at 630. I disagree. Morning. You think so? Yeah. When I, you I think seen... I'm more livelier at 630 in <laughs> well, the morning? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah y'all to see Telly when he come in here, boy, he be like, yeah, yeah. black shades. <laughs> He's so sweet and respectful, though. Um, when You know, when you're reporting mm-hmm. and you have on your suit, mm-hmm. absolutely you look different. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, I do. I, do. I know. I, I know. People are, are looking at me right now. If they're looking at the live stream, like, damn. <laughs> no, they're not. Damn. Yes, <laughs> you can, Kevin Hart. Damn. That's hey. Uh, uh, I, someone said that. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were looking at the talk and text line. And someone said that. I was no. about to say no. No, I mean it is what it is. When I wake yeah. up in the morning, I look in the mirror and say, "Damn!" <laughs> but I just turned forty-seven. I feel good. I'm celebrating all month long. There so, anywho, we've got some interesting topics to discuss, and we also have a special guest. You don't want to tune out. You want to stay tuned in to DT and Telly. The truth be told, because we are going to have a special guest this morning. We're at around eight thirty. So stay tuned for more details, but you definitely want to be here for the interview. Yeah. Um, did you know that last week was Malcolm X's birthday? Was it the 19th? 19th? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. would have turned. I used to remember that. I did too. Because yeah, he's a tourist like me. Yeah. Shame on me. <laughs> um, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, Malcolm X. The civil rights, the iconic civil rights leader, advocate, would have turned 98 on May 19th. And when I tell you, because growing up, it was primarily Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. That's what, you know, we would hear about in the schools. Okay, that was the chosen safe black leader that the schools would teach about. It was like slaves. Here, here, little black girl, this is where you come from. And then it was Dr. King. I mean, they made it so that you you felt like if you were black, the only person that was doing any of the work was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Shout out to Dr. King. However, I was introduced to Malcolm X through his autobiography written by Alex Haley. For those that know Alex Haley, he also wrote Roots, which then turned into an award-winning documentary, or not documentary, but television series. So anywho, I read the book. My my father, no, my mother. My mother said, read the autobiography, because I really liked The Roots, the movie Roots with Alex Haley. Not with him, but written by him. And so my mother said, you should read another book. It's the autobiography of Malcolm X. And I wasn't... I didn't really like reading a lot. I did, but I didn't. Truth Nation, when I tell you my life changed when I read the autobiography of Malcolm X, again, written, the version authored by Alex Haley, it was it was over. I, I saw myself as a black woman completely different. And I wanted to know why in all of my U.S. history classes, because I read the book in my junior year of high school, so I'm about 17 years old at this point, I want to know why we're not talking about Malcolm X. I mean, it was a rhetorical question. I knew why, but I wanted to know why this particular civil rights leader, this black leader, was not discussed 
in the U.S. history classes. Yeah. May have a lot to do with his uh, track record uh, being controversial. Um, Why was he controversial? uh, Because he went kind of the opposite of what Dr. King was was going with. I think Dr. King's message was nonviolence and Malcolm X's message was by any means necessary. So I think it's how you interpret it. And I think that by any means necessary was probably a little more aggressive because it's like, oh, my gosh, what is he going to persuade his followers to do when you say by any means necessary? So uh, I think that a lot of it had to do with people considering him controversial and uh and and being basically anti-white, like before he became a Muslim, and when he became a Muslim, and of course, I mean, you know the story and how he went on his pilgrimage and all mm-hmm. that, you know, later on in his life. But I think that um, he was looked at more as a disturbance, and and not. I don't think people looked at his full message. I think they took pieces out and called him a radical. Mm-hmm. And uh, and not really, really look at his entire message, because if you listen to his entire message, he just wanted what was best for all people, specifically black people. You know, and that it, the, what you just described has been at the core of how black men have been imaged in this country, because there's two types of black men in this country. You ready for this? There's the good, safe. Well, he's 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 nice. I like Telly Hughes. He's a nice. He's one of the good ones. <laughs> and then there's the other black man. I'm scared. He's a terrorist. He's a thug. He's a thief. He's going to hurt me. I will never forget. A friend of mine said that at work. His black colleagues. Told him during meetings. Never forget this truth nation. And this was probably three years ago. One of my black male colleagues said to me, Denise, why did, or one of my black friends said that a few of his black colleagues at his job told him, and I quote, during the meetings, we need you to be a little bit more Dr. King and a little less Malcolm X. What does that mean? Mm. What does that mean? I told you I was on a plane on a flight. And I had to get up and go use the restroom. And I was joking. I left my phone. And, and there was a gentleman sitting next to me, older, older gentleman, white guy, probably in his late, I'd say late 50s, early 60s. I said, now, if Denzel calls, you just pick pick up the phone and let him know that mama will be back in about a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Denzel. He's one of the good ones. <laughs> uh, and now I have to go to the bathroom. Thank God for him. But you know what? I was just in the restroom. I was wrong thinking. Wrong thing to say to the wrong person. I was like, how am I going to address this when I come back out? And I'm learning in life to choose my battles. And I'm definitely learning in life that a lot of things are generational. This man was probably, you know, six years old. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know what I'm saying? But now I could have taken that as a teachable moment and said, hey, not sure what you meant when you said that, but you made me feel this way. Like, what does that mean? Like Denzel's one of the good ones. One what? 
I mean, I knew exactly what he meant. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're not going to change his mind regardless if you address it. You tell him how you feel, and it's like, okay, I hear you, but I'm still going to feel the way I feel. And that's going to be a comment that he's going to make again. He's not, That's not the last exactly. time that's why he's going like, to make it. I was like, yeah, I mean, sometimes I mean, you just got to be like, all right, that's who he is. And, and yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back from break, we're going to get into some more good news and interesting topics to start your week off. And then we're going to talk about how whew, Daniel, is it Perry or Penny? The monster Penny. that choked Jordan Neely. Yeah, how uh, a certain person who's actually going to be running for president of the United States, or at least attempt to, described him as a good Samaritan. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new 1017 The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to roll something up. I need some drink in my cup. Hey, I'm in the mood to pour something up. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, what's up, what's up, good morning. Now, in all seriousness, Milwaukee is considered a hub for human trafficking, and it is so important that we bring this serious issue to the forefront. So this Thursday, our brother Tory Lowe will host his award-winning Missing Person Special, where he will address this head-on with professionals in the field, Speak with families who have been impacted by a loved one going missing. So, again, you want to tune in to the Tory Lowe Missing Person Special this Thursday from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Shout out to Tory Lowe for leading this. Yeah, that's uh, going to be powerful. Absolutely, because there's yes. so many of us that are missing. Mm-hmm. And they said in Oakland, there was a report in Oakland and I've never, it's been so long since I've even heard this term, but there are serial kidnappers that are focusing, that are targeting young black women because young black women that end up going missing stay missing in terms of the efforts from the local police department. So shout out to Tory Lowe. Let's bring our our people home. So please tune in yes. this this Thursday from 1 to 4 p.m., let me get into some good news. Let's do that. Let's get into some good news. Now, there is a couple, a famous couple, that has just purchased the most expensive home in California history. That's good news for them. Oh, I got some good news, too. Okay. Yeah. Michael Jordan's house is still up for sale. <laughs> If anybody got $15 million that they want to drop, just so you know, Michael Jordan's house is I still for sale. I already told you what should be done with that house. <laughs> Do I need to tell you again? Tell yes. Marcus, his <laughs> son, uh-huh. your pops. Me and Larsa need somewhere to hang out, chill out when we at the shy. What's up with Are the Are they crib? still dating? 
I don't Please know. tell me they're not. <laughs> <sighs> How about it probably shouldn't have never been dating, but uh <laughs> You know what? Let me just so I'm gonna be quiet. Own. Right. You do But you. yeah, yeah, but go back to the good news for this power couple. Now you gotta guess. Let me see. Alex I know, but Alex, let me see if you can guess. Who you think the power the it's a power couple, like the power couple right now. They just purchased the most expensive home in California history. I mean when I think of power, I just think of Beyonce and Jay Z. That is it. You got it. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce just purchased, again, the most expensive home in California history. So basically, once Beyonce finishes this tour, which, by the way, is incredible, but we've already covered that, she will have a brand new home and a very dope one at that. For $200 million, I think it should be extremely dope. According to Jay-Z, Beyonce and Jay-Z purchased the 30,000, that's like a warehouse, 30,000 <laughs> square foot home in Malibu, California for a record-breaking price tag. This is unheard. First of all, why are you talking about buying it? Who was the broker? Who was the real estate agent? <laughs> right. What is the commission? So, okay, let's just, let's do the math. Average commission is about what? Three to five percent? Something like that, yeah. Okay, hold on. Carry the two. I, I, Dude, I can't even, I can't like, even imagine. Truth Nation, help me out. The Truth Talk and text line is 833-212-1017. I'm a product of Evansville, Vandenberg Public School. So I'm going to guess that the person who brokered the deal or sold, helped get this house sold, is probably going to get from commission anywhere in the range of 5 to $10 million. That's not bad. I don't think what? you. I don't think you got to flip houses after that one. But see, that's the thing. Do you ever watch those like selling homes uh, series on like Netflix? Yeah. What I mean, I get it. Like I watch it, like selling um, the OC and selling the Sunset. Or I'm telling you, once you sell that first one, it's like a drug. It's like, ooh, <laughs> did I just get a check You're right. for five million dollars? I want some more. Who's Right. <laughs> but this is this is actually very interesting because a lot of celebrities are moving away from California now. Well, when you've got two point, I mean, yeah, first of when all, you got the bees, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. But Jay Z and Beyonce combined are their net worth, net worth. So basically, that means that based on what we know and the government knows, mm-hmm. we don't know what's in the bank of a mattress at Jay Z and Beyonce's <laughs> house. But their combined net worth is two point five billion. Yeah. So this this was this was Tuesday for them. Right. It doesn't matter for two hundred million dollars. But I have seen a lot of celebrities that are moving outside of California because of the taxes and yes. because everything is going up, because of the weather, the the natural disasters that's been going on. I know like Mark Wahlberg had like a dope crib that he just sold, he just sold. and moved to Nevada where there are no state taxes. And you know where else they're moving? Y'all want to know where else the money resides? Tejas. Yeah, they are going to Tejas. Man, I'm telling y'all. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know you are very entrenched about, I mean, very entrenched in the Beyonce concert and your whole trip to the U.K., and I don't know. I, I don't think this is this got past you because I don't think anything gets past you in terms of like entertainment news. Dealing, caller, we see you too. Hold on for a second, Al. Beyonce we see you. and and the royal family and all that stuff. But did you see 
that Beyonce put Natalia Bryant as an intern. I saw that. What? She's a credited te- member of the Renaissance World the Team, yes. who happens to be Kobe Bryant's daughter. Yes. Yes. The 20-year-old who is going to USC with Bronny James, with LeBron James's son. Uh-oh. Hi. Yeah. So USC is going to hey. be... Uh, a lot of folks graduate from USC this weekend. I saw like... Um, Mark Jackson's son graduated from USC. Okay. There was a bunch of celebrity kids that graduated yeah. from USC. Yeah. So, no, that's that's powerful. We were talking about that uh, when you were in Wales. Uh, when I was in Wales. <laughs> yeah. With, we, uh, it, it is, with the royal family. I mean, that is, that is. Now, see, let me just, let me just say this to you, Telly, because mm-hmm. you have daughters. Young ladies, I keep telling y'all, Financial Literacy Month, we have all these experts coming in from banks. That is a, did you hear what I just said? All of the wealthy celebrities are sending their kids to USC. Yeah. What did I just say? It's a private school. That's a financial literacy moment. Yes. So if you know (laughs) where the money resides, where should you be applying? Yeah. Matter of fact, Dr. Dre, that's where he um, he donated an astronomical amount of money mm-hmm. and had a school for music engineers built. So, like, he's got a whole, like, college oh, at yeah. USC in his name oh, for musical engineers. I was looking at possibly teaching a class when I was out there at USC, and I took a tour to campus. Oh, my goodness. Like, their studio, their broadcast studio looks like CNN. See? I mean, it's incredible where... When I was at Illinois State at TV ten, I mean it How was you say it like that. <laughs> when we come back, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we come back from break. We're gonna take your call, Al. We're gonna hear more from Al regarding um you got a comment or question about Malcolm X. We're gonna get into some more good news that is happening in our community. And we're also, before our show is over, get into this monster fool who has been declared as a good Samaritan. And, and raising billions of dollars for killing a man with his bare hands. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. The Black-Owned Business Give Back is back as well. We have, again, teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That is blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank member FDIC. Things are rolling this morning. Great to have Denise back, and thanks for joining us. Yes, and we're going to go to the phone lines. Al, what do you got for us this morning? Good morning, Al. Maybe Al wants you you to um, say. See, he wanted Denise to say good morning. My bad, Al. Al. We know next time. 
Hi, Al. What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's up, Al? I heard you bring up something about Malcolm X and, you know, something about Denzel Washington when one gentleman said, well, he's one of the good ones. Um, one thing we have to understand, anytime you are loud and boisterous and you, and you speak a reality, you are always going to be threatening. But this is the question I wanted to ask you. How is it that they're so afraid during the daytime, but then when it comes to 10 p.m. and people got crystal meth, booger, sugar, and crack, they're all over our neighborhoods trying to find that young man that's 20-plus years old with a whole lot of length and girth or they're looking for anaconda with the 30-inch waist with the 44 triple D breasts. But you're so afraid. So how is it you're afraid of this? This black man and this black woman, but when the flesh gets weak, you all over our neighborhoods. So how is it you're afraid of it during the day, but when you pray for it at night, you all in the neighborhood trying to pay for it with crack and booger sugar? Thank you so much, Al. You always bring great points and insight to our conversation. I think in terms of answering your question, of course, I I, am, I don't want to speak for all black people and make a monolithic statement, but you, you pretty much answered your own question. Um this goes back to slavery where, you know, we would our ancestors would work sun up and sundown in the plantation field in the heat. And then at night when the sun set, then the rape began. And that was with both men and women. So it, it, it definitely is something that has continued to perpetuate how black men in this country are viewed because when I told you my colleague was like, my friend said his colleagues was like, we gonna need you to be a little bit less Malcolm and more Martin in meetings. I'm like, what are you kidding me? And these were black people that told him that. So Al, thank you again for your call. Again, you're listening to truth be told with DT and telly. Um, before when we come back from break, we have, do we, do we want to go ahead and just like introduce who we have in the studio? Uh, do we want to give them that little tease? We, we, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, okay. All right. So when we come back, stay tuned. We got a little bit more for y'all. But we want to give you a heads up that after this next break, we have got an incredible, insightful, intelligent brother who's going to come in here and give us some more education on what? Money. Got to have it. People. Okay, let me let me stop. I'm I'm commerce driven. I've said it before, I'll say it again. If it's not making any money, it ain't making no sense. It's not making any sense. Not for you, huh? I'll tell you what though, since we have a few moments before our next break. This is what happens when you start having a talk radio show, Telly. Mm -hmm. If I get one more person that comes up to me, I've had three so far. That have done what? So you wouldn't date a bus driver. Really? Oh, no. Really? Wow. I I should have never even. Let that out the bag. Let that out the bag. Well, and again, as I, because shout out, actually shout out to Dr. Ken Harris from Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken. Four to six. His birthday is today. So if y'all get a chance, show Dr. Ken Harris some love. It's his birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Now, look, if y'all really want to know what slavery was like, ask Dr. Ken because he was around. (laughs) Him and Frederick. You had to do that. Him and Frederick Douglass. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was, wasn't Dr. Ken back was, then, though. What was the paper? The Freedom the Freedom Writer? What was the paper that Frederick Douglass? Dr. Ken was editor-in-chief of that publication. Hey, 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 you can't get on my fellow Redbird like that. Look. It's his birthday. Let him, let him have his moment. Him, Harriet, Frederick. <laughs> Look, you, like, bumped that. <laughs> We got it. We got to show Dr. Ken some love because it had not been for Dr. Ken, Frederick Douglass, uh, Harriet Tubman, we would not be where we are today. So, Dr. Ken, thank you for all your contributions to the black community. Thank you for the underground railroad thank, to the uh, all that. Look, he, look, you know how Dr. King was the advisor for Lyndon B. Johnson during the Civil Rights Act. Uh, yeah. Duh, Dr. Ken was there <laughs> with Abe. Look, look here, Mr. President Lincoln. This is how we should do He it. had hair in a part back then, though. <laughs> <laughs> like a Frederick Douglass fro. That you know, part on the side. <laughs> Dr. Ken. But look, I told him, I was like, because we were on WTMJ last night for our show that airs every Sunday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. in case you want to listen. And as we were leaving... Dr. Ken was being a gentleman. He walked me to my car and I was like, you know, Telly and I, well, I was like, you know, I, Telly's nice. I'm going to have some commentary regarding your birthday. So Dr. Ken, again, thank you. We know you're listening. Thank you for all your contributions. Thank you for. No, for real. Thank you. My fellow Redbird. Illinois. You keep saying that. He graduated from Illinois State just like I did. Absolutely. You Just know, a few years you younger know, than me. What? Look, Telly know that he went to uh, Tuskegee when it was established. Uh, I wish. <laughs> what year was Tuskegee established? Ooh, I don't know. If it started with a 1-8, Dr. Ken was definitely a student there. He was do- <laughs> I'm, I'm done. sure it was 18-something. <laughs> I know. Do- Wait a minute. He Ooh, was an airman? Craig came in and said, Dr. Ken helped Moses carry the Ten Commandments down from the mountain. See, this is why I love. See, there y'all go. Craig be coming in from the left, (laughs) all the way from the left. But then he says, happy birthday, Dr. Ken. No, he didn't. I don't see nowhere where it says that. Oh, there it is. Your computer is faster than mine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, in other good news, before we break, I just want to share this with everyone listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, because I'm all about when we are winning, because we don't hear often. That's why it's so powerful to have this station, Milwaukee Black Talk Radio. Just so you know, Nancy Abudu will join a group with jurisdiction over highly consequential district courts, including Georgia and Florida. And this is critical because this is the first black woman judge to the 11th Circuit Court. This is a huge win because her district includes states like Georgia and Florida where voter voter suppression reports have ran rampant. So shout out to Nancy Abudu. Make sure you Google her. And if you live or know anyone who lives in Georgia and Florida, this is a huge win. Again, the first black woman judge to the 11th Circuit Court here in the United States. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Stay tuned. Speaking of winning, we've got a special guest here live in the studio that's going to help us learn how we can continue to win. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app and 1017thetruth.com.